What did you say? What? What? I said, well, hey, internet. Like, I'm, I, I'm never introduced. I never brought the show in, so I guess I don't know what. Yeah, to, it's first off, everything you off say. the monkey shoulder. Go ahead. Yeah, you off the monkey shoulder, so you got to bring it in. Hold on, but before we do that, you know what I mean? Here we go. <laughs> Is that what Internet. Internet. We in a cheap studio. So part in the, the cheap music. You know what Playing it off of uh, uh, Android. Make <laughs> <laughs> sure I'm playing it off Android. <laughs> Yeah, son, what is this? Is this from the um, Miami Vice? More, son. It's the boys of summer, son. This the episode. Nigga McGee, yo, like eighty year old man. What you talking about? Y'all niggas don't like my collection music tape. <laughs> I mean, like this was not brought up at all. It's so. definitely in. It's definitely in the notes. This song. He literally said sidebar when I think of <laughs> boys of summer. I think of that song. Yeah, I niggas know this song, though. Here we go. What's up, dude? Yo, McGee, we ain't got time for all this, man. Sorry. Nigga said Sons and Six. Sons and Six. All right, go ahead, Lord. Boy, you said it all. Oh, yeah. Internet. Hey. Internet. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is Lord McMorris coming through <laughs> on this. <laughs> through the wire. Wait, through the wire podcast. Uh, from a remote location. Word. We out here. And at the resorts, I mean, at the, in the yeah. Uh, My son outside. We outside. And then, you know, I'm here with the other lords. You know, blessings and, you know, blessings and uh, peace to y'all. Appreciate you. Word. Peace to God. <laughs> so, you know, back to the A-mic. Yo, yo. <laughs> that's, that's all you got for the episode? <laughs> I mean, you know I think... I, I wanted more. Like Jesus, this is really tough. All right. Um, wow, that's really, good for the intro. I'm about to say I appreciate y'all now because like y'all really be putting in a lot of work coming up with all this stuff. Talking. Into that through the wire podcast episode number thirty, motherfucking three. Oh, yeah, thirty-three. I hope it's thirty-three. If we ain't, we gonna ride with it. Definitely, we fight on that lot. How about that? Stand on that. Yeah, word up. Episode 33, Boys of Summer and Soft Eyes. Pause, pause, and pause. Season four is Season four is here. So, uh, you know, I just played that Boys of Summer song, and the Lords acted like they didn't know what the fuck that was, but it's all good. Keep it all the way tall. They both <laughs> born in the 80s, you know what I mean? Especially Lloyd McMorris. He's a little younger than us, but he was listening to 1010 Wins, and I know for a fact that song used to come on 1010 Wins. That's a fact, 1010 Wins. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he definitely heard that song before. He just don't want to admit it. You know what I mean? Yeah, my, my music taste is eclectic. You know what I'm saying? I listen to Blue Eyed Soul, you know, fucking grunge. I listen to. Wait, can I ask a question? Fleetwood, Mac, all type of shit. What? Is Blue Eyed Soul, that means <clears throat> white people singing? Yes. Okay. But they 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 soulful though, like you know. No, like, no, no. Oh, I get like like all the notes. Michael McDonald. You see, you know. Salute to the Lord. You know what I mean. 
Sing a Michael McDonald song for us right now. I don't, I don't know these songs off the top. I probably heard them. Oh, this nigga. He sound like a brother, though. That's, that's, that's all I, I know. I can't forget not in love anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I need some of that monkey show. Nah, you already off the monkey show. <laughs> so, let's recap. Stringer is dead. Avon is back in Jessup. And Marlo took over these Baltimore streets. So Avon not doing fed time after all this? He and Jessup. He and Jessup. Jessup's a federal prison? That's where they send Jessup is where they send the real joints. That's where the murders and the Yeah, if if you if you're gonna stay in Mar like in the like vicinity and not go to like Hagerstown and all that, yeah, they're gonna see you to Jessup. Appreciate you on the uh, information. Or no doubt. More confirmation. I'm just a citizen out here. Big facts. The epigraph. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm saying I responded to calls and it just like nigga sliced the guard up. Yeah, so I would and I would not I did not want to go to Jessup. Hell no. So let me ask you a question. Did you respond to your firefighter outfit or your EMT outfit? With the firefighter logo on it? It's the same one. Like <laughs> I'm about to say, I'm sure. like, I don't. I didn't, I didn't change it. <laughs> I didn't change anything. This nigga took off his firefighter boots, put on some Timberlands and t-shirt. No, nah, you know honestly, saying? the firefighter boots was L because the dress had the zipper on it, so it was like easy to get in, get out. Yeah. Have you ever seen that movie Backdraft? I don't know. Probably not. I think I've seen it. I don't remember it like that. All right. I don't know what happened to Lord McMorris, but... What happened? I'm right here. So, did you not hear my question about backdraft? Pause. No? My fault. No. I, got, I got a call. My bad. No, <laughs> <I> said, <laughs> you said backdraft what? Yo, know, this, this interview, <laughs> this fucking... Uh, we all fuck. Sorry, internets. We all over the place. We outside. It's, it's the monkey shoulder. You know what I'm saying? You know we. And it's the, it's the monkey shoulder and the Jameson. And me. some seltzer water. And, you know, God's plan. Muddled, Murray. muddled lines. M- Murray, you not on no rusty today? No, nah, I'm on alkaline water. No, I respect. Uh, alkaline hey. water's for vegans, right? I don't know. I just like the water. It tastes good. It ain't. It ain't your water, You're right? It's not my water. I've been waiting for my package for like eight months. Well, like I got. No, I do. I got. I do got to re up. But I told you last time, my kids were drinking that and making me hot. Drinking what? Drinking my your water. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing, son. Kids don't finish the bottle, son. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the most annoying joint. Like, yo, why'd you even take the water? You didn't even want it. Like, you drank two sips and you ready to go. And that's that. Word. And now it's like you gotta get rid of the whole bottle because I ain't drinking off no kids. What? Like, that <laughs> didn't be having stuff floating in there? Yeah, yo, I love Hell my no. son. I love my son more than life, but there's no way I'm drinking up his ass. <laughs> I Hell don't no. care, Hell son. No. Nope. You, can't, you can't pay me to do that shit, yo. <laughs> These little kids is filthy, son. 
Fuck that little germ carriers. But anyway, back to the episode. I still wake up white in a city that ain't. Can you guess who said that? Avon. Caddy. This nigga said Avon. Avon. <laughs> Oh man! Well, remember they called him White the first Yeah, you're right. I'll give you that one. This episode different, internet. I think it's because we had season four. You know what I mean? This might be Murray's favorite season. You, know yeah, you see, so the energy is just different when you talk about season. Yeah, it's, it's, it is different. It's that that monkey foot or whatever it's called. It's the, it's the monkey foot, bro. It's the monkey foot. Monkey foot. It's the tiger bone. Way down in the jungle deep, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a shitload of new characters being introduced in season four, and a bunch of them are motherfucking kids. Right. So let me ask you, what were your thoughts when, uh, you know, I mean, obviously you watched this shit back in like 04, but what was your thoughts when you seen the kids, like, and that was the focal point? Fucking kids. Nah, um... <laughs> I mean, I you know, I thought it was like it was a different aspect, you know what I mean? Just seeing the kids out there and you know what kids actually see on their version, on their viewpoint or POV. There you go again. So where did you think the show was going though? Like, because they ended season three with such a bang, you know what I mean? And then now it's like, all right, there's kids. What the fuck this gotta do with the show? Well, I mean, as we've seen, uh, the, the kids are part of the game too. I mean, they just used to be the young hoppers, or you know, right. starting. They just starting out. I figured it was, you know, going to kind of introduce how people get in the game and work their way up. I mean, shit. When we saw Bodie, I guess technically you say he was a kid. True. Bodie was a like, grown man. He was like fifteen when we first seen him. What's Michael P. <coughs> uh, Wallace? He was technically supposed to be in like high school, right? Ninth grade. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we met them as kids too. It's just you know what them them niggas. I mean, well, you know, Bodie and Bodie was just built different. Bodie was built up like like I guess Mike, like just built hard, of course. <laughs> you know what I'm I was wondering where he was going with that. Yo, yo, internet. <laughs> just so y'all know, Lord McMorris is outside, outside. So if you hear like random car sirens and you know shit like that, that's all him. That's not us. Yeah, true. Yeah, you know. we outside. So the young hoppers, <laughs> the neighborhood kids, they introduced Naaman, Naaman Bryce, who is. None other than Rebay's son. Yeah. You wouldn't think so. But anyway, right. they introduced Michael, Dookie, Randy, Kennard, and Donut. If you had to pick one, who, who are you most, who would you associate yourself with? Like, if you could rock with one and you was their age, like, who would you want to fuck with? Pause. Like, ask your homie. Or who would you want to be, rather? <laughs> who can I who do I, who I feel like I'm related to? Yeah. I guess I probably related to Randy the most, although I wasn't in foster care. But mm-hmm. he's like, he's smart. And he kind of got a little hustler mentality. He not like, you can obviously see who the alpha of the crews are, like the crew is. It's between Mike and Damon. And obviously Mike is the one that kind of like, he kind of pushes the crew to do like, you know, most things. He the... He kind of level-headed. I guess I'd be a combination of Randy and Randy and Mike, though. 
Cause Mike is like that, you know, real cool, laid back. You never really see him upset. Talk a lot of shit on the low. Right. What about you, Lord McMorris? I think I'm going with Mike. Mike or what was the what was the one who's um what was his name? The one who ended up snitching. Randy. 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 He was a hustler, so I could I could I could rock with Randy. Yeah, I sold Paul's blow pops and all airheads and all that shit in middle school. Alright, so you definitely was a hustler. <laughs> I saw I remember I saw nine CDs. When we had the um the Stillmatic with the orange velour. So I was like on Mary Boulevard trying to sell that joint when they dropped. And you was that young, you was able to burn CDs at that age? No, nah, my pops I got like my pops and I gave it to me. Go sell it. Alright. So the thing that these kids had going on, obviously it's the summertime, it ain't school hasn't started yet. They have uh, a love, I guess, for trying to catch pigeons. Well, I, I think guess, they were just trying to get money. I don't know if they have a love for it. Man, I guess you're right. <laughs> so, yeah, so, they, so they were trying to get money to catch pigeons, right? Yeah. Right. What are some of the craziest things you did as a kid in order to get bread? <clears throat> Man, I mean, I did it all. Well, I saw, I saw nasty these. I, I used to take, I used to uh, pick up cans. Um, you know, take the cans and the bottles to the to the bomb machine. I used to like try and flip sneakers and all that. I used to sell comic books. I used to cut hair. I used to shovel snow when there was snow. Um, I used to do people's homework. That's some of the shit that I used to do. Damn, y'all making me feel like a lazy ass kid because I ain't get none of that shit. I should have been using my brain though, to, uh, obviously to do people's homework and helping them with testing and shit. But... Yeah, but stop, stop from selling the candy in middle school. I mean, I, I was really, you know, I was just, I had to let an allowance. Did what I had you to had do to allowance? get that. Yeah. That's what's up. Did what I do to get that, and then uh, I pretty much held me over for the most part. That's a lot of background noise, Lord McMorris. <laughs> My fault. That's the casino. <laughs> the snigger is recording from the casino. Well, no, I'm, I mean, I'm going to the suite, but I got to go through the casino first. Well, at least he's he's dedicated, you know what I'm saying? And he didn't stop the show because he could have easily said, nah, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't with production today. But he showed up, you know what I mean? That's dedication. All the time, all the time. It sounds it sound like you're throwing shots. Who? Shots or what? What? I don't know. He said, he said he dedicated like someone else was just trying to get out of the recorder. Oh, I'm what? like, wait, what? 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 Me. Oh, nah, I ain't throwing no shots, man. Right. I about to say, you about to, you about to my, cancel the show because I asked for 30 minutes. Yo, my, you know, my, my guns is away right now. They ain't hanging <laughs> out. So from onset, we, we seen that naming was really nothing but a herb, you know what I mean? Because he always picked on people or preyed on people that, that he felt was weaker than him. 
know what I'm saying, which was kind of fucked up. You know, he, he showed that he wasn't really a tough guy when Michael pressed him, you know, at the ice cream truck. Mm-hmm. But he always wanted to press Dookie, you know what I'm saying? Because he knew Dookie wasn't on that type of time, but Michael would definitely smack his eyebrows off. Yo, Lord McMorris, you gonna have to you gonna have to do something, fam. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to go to the suite right now. Nigga said, nigga said that 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Tell my man to call back in. Hard, oh, boy, it's crazy. One foot is that left? Nigga was at the slot machine talking about, yeah, I'm about to go to the suite. Hard. No, I just meant black. I'm trying to get black. Slow with black now. Peace, black. Peace, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, like we was out here telling. And I just link back up with him now. All right. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Yo, Lord, me more. You fucking, you fucking the pot up. <laughs> yo, this nigga's crazy, son. Wait till you get to the Wi-Fi, my G. Yo, cheese and rice. So we continue on. <laughs> Bodie has his corner. <laughs> but shit is slow for him, you know what I'm saying? He's not moving drugs fast enough. And, uh, you know, Slim Charles is now working for Prop Joe, and he pulls up on Bodie asking why he had some copped up. Yo. Yo, I, I, yo, I, can't, I can't delete niggas out this shit. <laughs> I, can't, I can't press the mute button like this Zoom or something. Jeez, rice. Back to Bodie and Prop Joe. What you think about Prop Joe? Slim Charles working for Prop Joe. Uh, I mean, I guess ain't nobody else to work for. Is everybody else that was in charge around him is either dead or locked up. So ain't a Boxdale left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Think about the old days. They the old days. Yep. So Lex and his BM, uh, Lex is somebody that works for Bodie. Internet, if you I don't know, uh, his his baby mom is fucking fruit, fruit super tight. I mean, well, Lex is super tight about that, and eventually he that shit leads up to him being jealous and he kills fruit. Yeah, did uh, my son really stand outside the club the entire time they was there? Like he watched him win and then watched him come back out. Yeah, I believe so. What what club was that? It should look like the paradox though. Nah, it looked like uh, over by Hammer Jacks. It was like these other clubs on the other side of the street. Speaking of that, that paradox shit. So, um, these niggas, these niggas, these niggas from Buffalo that I was running with at Morgan's freshman year. They was there during the summertime, and they, them niggas, they definitely went to the paradox, and they got into a fight with some Baltimore niggas. And one of them got their face severely scarred and his eye shit was crazy I'm like this how Baltimore giving it up they don't like they from New York son and that's the one thing about paradise you, you can get in there with a bottle everything as a matter of fact I think some of them niggas uh, run or ran with them Griselda uh, niggas too so for real yeah. I gotta hit my man Jojo up but he he know all them niggas they his mans and shit Romney and uh, I'm trying to think of the other nigga name shit but they they 
end up having like this big old brawl and nigga gets faces all cut the fuck up. <clears throat> Shit crazy. Good old Baltimore. Naming in his mom's Delanda. I believe that's her name. V- visits Weebay in prison and uh, she informs Weebay that Brianna, who's Avon's sister, you know, ain't giving them no more bread. Not, not, not this early in the season. That's later. You sure? Yeah, because he was like, everything been straight because was, Bay was like, yo, I'm standing tall in here. Everything good. He's like, yeah, she's been giving me the money on time, just like she said. She oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I'm jumping ahead. But, but remember, yeah, my bad. When, so uh, because Barksdale doesn't have you know, drug money and it's like, yeah, it ain't going to last forever. First, I think what she asked for a pack or something like that. So Bodie, yeah, we don't need to talk. About it. I mean, we'll get back into that towards the end of the season. But the funny, um, the funny story that Bay brought up is the whole thing about getting the mustache. So did you do anything to like try to uh, let's see expedite the time that you your mustache came in? Nah, you mean like put like pee on my finger and put it on my face? No, I, I, do I no didn't think anybody like would exactly do that. But <laughs> I didn't do no shit like that. Um, I, I just remember, like, I forgot what summer it was. I was in Boston at my grandmother's, and my dad was like, you know, if you shave it off, it'll grow back twice as fast. And I had, like, a little peach fuzz under there. He's like, yeah, just go ahead and shave it off. I bet you by the end of the summer, you have a mustache. Wrong, but I just tried anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I did anything. Um, I'm trying to think, when the fuck did my mustache come in? Damn, I had to be like 11th grade, and then like I had like uh, the outline or the, the little—I don't know what they call it—almost like a shadow, almost like of a goatee. And I really thought I was ill at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't have I didn't really have facial hair until I got to college. Like, to be honest with you, but, and then um. I ain't start growing a beard until like I want to say like 2009. Before that, it was just straight goatee, 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 goatee. I wasn't really on no beard shit because <clears throat> my face irritates me, so I wasn't with the shits with the hair on my face. Morris Chestnut for real, huh? Big facts. Your man Monk Metcalf out here giving out bread <clears throat> for y'all that don't know. Monk is a, I guess, enforcer or a, you know, what would you call him? He a lieutenant. He's a lieutenant with the Stanfield organization, so he's out there giving out bread on behalf of Marlo to all the little hoppers, you know what I'm saying? He low-key he low like an admin. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it. I ain't never going to put in no work. Nigga said he a certified paper shuffler. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga said he pushed papers, that's it. <laughs> Damn, so don't do monk like that. You know what I mean? Um, so he giving out money to the kids. What was it, like two hundred dollars or something like that, right? Yeah, I don't know how much he gave. Remember the the first scene they showed? No, it was, it was to the little kids. I don't know how yeah, much he gave them, but he gave it was uh, it was two hundred. Yeah, two hundred. And remember, you know, obviously when Mike said, "Nah, I'm good." Randy thirsty ass, Mister Monk, I, I'll take his. I'll, I'll take it. you. Yep. <laughs> Randy super thirsty, son. <laughs> He'd be the type of nigga that pick up the money that niggas throw in the strip clubs off the floor. Thirsty ass niggas. You gotta, you gotta make it. Sometimes you gotta make it re-rain. I'm, 
I've been in those those uh, <coughs> yo, days chill. like that, man. Now, now you're gonna have to speak on it then. What? You know what I mean? Shit, I've, I've been in the club. I've definitely put my foot over a dollar or so. Like <laughs> 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 said, he said he put his foot over a dollar. I can see it was like a hundred dollars. No, no, no. I I used to do that. I did it like funny one time because it was basically this spot in Jersey that my um, my pops put me on to. Essentially, we became like regulars there. You know, I was first first time I was back home making a little money at Johnson and Johnson. So I would just go up there on Friday. I was like, competing with the dope boys and that. But every once in a while I just joke jokingly like put my foot over the money when people would throw it up in the air. Like but nah usually I would notice shorty and be like, yo, just make sure you get this, you know. Make sure nobody else grabbed that for her. But past life. Now we all washed. Shit, I don't even know the last time I've been to the place. <clears throat> yeah, me neither. Anyway. Um, so Randy super thirsty. Monk offers Mike some bread. Mike don't want to take it. He walks off. Marlo sees that shit. Like, yo, what? My money ain't good enough for you or some shit like that? Walk across the street with that. I don't even know why he walked across the street like that. Um, but he tried to press Mike. Mike stood tall. Definitely ain't back down. And and that stayed with Marlo. He was like, all right. Yeah. Big big paws on the puppy, right? Facts. Um Donut out here stealing SUVs. (laughs) The little nigga can't even see over the fucking dashboard. (laughs) (laughs) And he out here stealing cars. Like that shit. That shit is crazy, man. Donut the illest, man. <laughs> yeah, he definitely is. <laughs> especially, um, especially that scene later in the in the uh, in the season <laughs> when Prince Belusky locked his keys in the car. Oh yeah, he took out that. <laughs> that like, yeah, I, I got you, Chief. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. He pulled out the Slim Jim and took yeah. it out. You know what I'm saying? Pause. <laughs> hey yo, what I just going on? <laughs> Talking about when Donut opened the uh, door for prayers when he locked his keys in the car later in the uh-huh. season. So Randy out here losing all his bread to Officer Walker. I hated Officer Walker. I'm glad he got what he got. Yeah. He was just a foul nigga, for real. No <laughs> reason. This nigga Other took the $200 that Randy had just begged for, basically. Which I peep how Randy said that he took had no money, he spent it, and then he had to admit that son stole it. Admit it to who? I mean, when you say that he took the money, you said you spent it already. So in order for him to take it after you said you spent it. Nah, he said he, he, he said he spent the school school clothes money that um his foster mother had given him. He was going to use oh, so that. Oh, so that was 200 too? I don't know how much it was per se, but he was saying oh. that he already spent his money on candy to sell at school. So he had no, no school clothes burning. So the 200 would have been good money for him. Would you have taken all those money? I would have. I don't know. I mean, I was somewhat fortunate. I, I never really was around any older dope boys that was just giving out bread. But from what I understand, they can be very benevolent when they want to, especially if you, you know, look like you're on the right path and got a future ahead of you. Right path meaning like the drug game or right path? No, no, no. Like, like just like you, you know, you, you're not in the streets. You're a good kid, probably getting good grades. Or I, I know they always take care of like the athletes and stuff like that, you know, try to keep them going down the wrong path and, you know keep them in like you always know, see like hood movies like they buy sneakers for the for the dude who's the best player or 
best basketball player, stuff like that. No. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, but I, I think I would have kind of felt like Mike thinking I'm at some point I'm going to have to do something for this bread. Like, I mean, how old were they? They were in the eighth grade, right? Yeah. So that's like 13, 12. 13, 14. Right. So, I mean, I guess it, it could have went either way, you know what I'm saying? But they, obviously they wasn't working. So, of course, $200 to a 13-year-old is like, whoa. Saying, because I know how much that shit was to me when I was that age. So oh, yeah, definitely. I don't know I'm definitely he taking the bread. Bought him all of um, off player jerseys though. Like when she bought his school clothes, like all the all the jerseys was like, what? I never heard of. Nah, he had the, he had the artist Gilmore for the Bulls. That's what. That's what cool. All right, what's the other one? It was, it was he, had the, he had the Raiders jersey. I think it was Monk, Art Monk. Didn't he have a Randall Cunningham too? Yeah, he had the. Yeah, he had the. He said he would have fucked Mike up if he had a jersey. Off. I'm like, what they got to do? <laughs> Nigga, name definitely can't fight. But we're gonna see that towards the, <laughs> as the season progresses. With Mike slaps the shit out of him, uh, slap his fucking good. eyebrows off, yo, nigga. Fucking yeah. sat down, start crying. <laughs> no, like, I even, how do you react to that? Like, uh, what do you do? Like, you gotta knuckle up. What you mean? You. Like, like, he even punch you. Like, yeah, that's like, the like, worst. Man, he like, slapped him. He slapped and back slapped like yeah. mad times. Like, call him a bitch. Well, he knew. Good. He knew what he knew what it was. What am I? Ain't like his first time dealing with Naaman. He just one. He just like that one kid always running off at the mouth and just hoping there ain't no repercussions. But that's your means, though, right? Like you would do that to your man? Yeah, at that at that point, Mike Mike was ready. <clears throat> I think he was changing his uh his ways at that point. Yo, so yeah. I got a story. Yeah, you talking about you do that to your man? I got a, a man story similar to that. Um, it's right before I'm about to go to Morgan, right? So I will give you the backstory with. It. I graduated high school, and I used to. Do some shit, dumb shit, as you do, you know, when you were a fucking kid. Um, everybody had cars. So what we would do is, like, if we was going somewhere, like, let's say I was driving and niggas trying to get in my car, like, I'll pull off, right, while niggas trying to get in the car. So it was like this funny thing. Long story short, we graduated high school. I'm in my man car or trying to get in, and this nigga pulls off, right? But he pull off so fast, like I got one fucking leg in the car and he's dragging me down the street. And if my friends didn't pull me in, I probably would have fucking like got ran over some shit. So he stops the car, I punch him in his face. Right? Boom. <laughs> <clears throat> then we fat we we get past that. We fast forward. We fast forward to um me leaving. It's the night before I'm going to Morgan, freshman year. And my mother told, she told my friends to come to the house or whatever, see me off and shit like that. So we were all chilling and I got all my shit packed up, my Dunkaroos and my snacks and shit. So niggas is playing around, still like taking my stuff. So I just get mad. I just choked the shit out of this nigga on the couch. Like, you choked him? I choked the nigga, yo. Choked him. angry nigga, bro. Yeah, I was like, very I angry. Oh. Um, 
shout out to Artie B, or Arthur. My bad, fam. Um, anyway, so I choked him. My friends grabbed me. They wouldn't let me fight the nigga because I was going to kill him. And he left, and that was that. And our relationship kind of sort of never been the same after that. I mean, I don't blame him. Or they you choked him? Like, that's crazy. Like that's a that's a different level of disrespect. Yeah, I had a lot of uh, a lot of anger issues. Like you can ask BC and Kyle niggas. They used to call me aggravated man at school. <laughs> it's like I was this nigga the aggravators. This like, nigga's I mean, aggravated. Come back from smacking some I don't know, Key. I don't know if you can come back from smacking somebody, but you definitely can't come back from choking somebody. Like that's like nigga, you cut off my air supply, son. Like what's wrong with you? Yeah, I choked him. It was bad. <sighs> Back to the episode. The Stanford organization, Chris and Snoop, they out here uh, getting revenge on Fruit's death by Lex. So, what did they do? They end up making this nigga disappear. Put him up in a vacant. Um, old face Andre. You didn't talk about the first the first body that they caught though. Oh well, he, who is that? He don't even matter. Vegas. I don't uh, know, but Chris. I, I just I just like how Chris was like, "Fred, boss, I got you, quick and clean." Yeah, quick and clean. Then fucking blew his brains out. Yeah, yeah. First on the I don't know how these niggas walking up in vacants like that. There's no way I do that shit. There's no Absolutely way. Not. I don't get that. Like, there's no. That has to be just for the script, for the for the uh, for the cinematography. Because there's no way I'm walking in a vacant. Nope. You're gonna have to drop me on the street, right here. Because, like, matter of fact, I'm not walking anywhere. Like, so you're gonna drop me right where you got me, and you have to drag me up in there. That's where. That's where it pays to be fat. You know what I'm saying? Because they ain't going to try. You know what I'm saying? It's going to take two people to carry up in there. That's where it pays to be fat. Because they're going to have to take two people. Like, come on. Think. Can you imagine Snoop trying to trying to drag? Yeah, Snoop. Snoop Burns definitely going to be able to pull nobody. But but you see how they had to get that little Kevin though. Like they had like five niggas. Yeah, worse. And even still, I still wouldn't have went. I would have kicked the window out of something. Jumped across the seat. They the nigga crashed the car or something. They would have had to shoot me in the car. I, I, mean, I mean, he seemed like he was like he was gonna go off that way anyway. Like, yo, you gotta do like I'm not just, you know, you ain't gonna just do something right here. They probably had to clip him in the car. There's no way. Yeah, just like our Bodie went out. Oh yeah, that nigga went out like a Cheeto sign. Yeah. Nigga like, like fuck that. <laughs> The nigga Pooh told me, like, yo, you better run. <laughs> like, yo, you my man. Ain't you supposed to be sitting here fighting with me? <laughs> like, yo, you better run, Bodie. I mean, yo, Pooh Poo, Poo, Poo just got out. Right? Yeah, I mean, no, nah, no, nah, for real, it is. Like, I I would, it, it's game time for it in that situation. But Pooh was, I guess he was thinking, I ain't trying to go back. You better run. Isn't it weird how the nigga end up being like a fucking footlocker associate? No, nah, it's really wild. Like when you wild out in the streets, that's what happens. Like then the same thing happened from Shorty from um, Players Club. Like she starts selling the shoes. Right. So I guess that's like the punishment, son. Like. <laughs> <laughs> nigga turning out the streets. 
Al Bundy. Al Bundy even had to be wild, though. He was rolling in Polk High. <laughs> Nigga broke all types of records and shit. Hey, he was the greatest bowler ever. One game. Four touchdowns. Yeah, word. Four touchdowns, one game. But now that kind of sounds like average. He's where y'all, uh, you know, in high school, like he's like, you know. Nigga play nigga play with no helmet though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking toilet tissue and shoulder pads, my nigga. Word up. So that nigga Al Bunny the greatest. Yo, Murray, you can't see that nigga in bowling though. Can't see that nigga in bowling. I guess that was a challenge. Who's that first 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 stone that had the twinkle toes in bowling? Yeah. Nigga Al Bunny is crazy. What's the highest score you ever got, Bowling? 300. Fucking lying. This nigga right here. (laughs) (laughs) What bowling alley? Jibs? Like, what what bowling alley? On the Wii? The Wii bowling, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) This nigga crazy. Wii bowling, nigga. 300. You know what I'm saying? Niggas can't see me and Wii bowling. I can't even tell you the highest score I got regular bowling, though, to be honest with you. I don't remember. But I, um, I do the curve. Hey, yo. So that's <laughs> what I do. But I uh, um, I play like, if I'm bowling with a bunch of people and shit, I play a game um, <clears throat> kind of sort of like poker. Like, if you get a spell or strike, you got to make the best poker hand out of the cards you get. So, like, if you bowl a spell, you get to pick one card. Bowl a strike, you get to pick two. So at the end of the 10 frames, whoever has, I guess, the best poker hand wins the pot of money. So niggas put up like, you know, $20, $30 and shit, and they do play like that. Y'all niggas bring cards to the bowling. Son, what the? Like, yo, that sounds mad difficult, yo. Like, how, how is it difficult? It just you sounds bo- like extra. Like, you yo, bo- you bowl I'm, a spare, bowl- you bowl a spare, you pick a card. Bowl a strike, you pick two cards, and the object is to make the best five card poker hand you can, if possible. You know what I'm saying, and that's that. So, what if you bowl 10 strikes, you get 10 cards? Yeah, you get 20 cards, and you got to, yeah, 20. You got 20. To, so, you get 20 cards, like that's crazy. How you, you and then you ain't bowling 10 you, strikes, you have the highest opportunity to make the best hand, mm-hmm. probability. Yeah, we we play pressure, I mean, essentially. One person get a strike, you just it's like five dollars. The next person don't get it, they gotta pay five. And if two people get it, then obviously the next person after that. Just keep yeah. keep going. I normally just, you know, bowl and go sit down <laughs> and then look up and watch the other person. Like I, said, I <laughs> normally <laughs> bowl and then sit down. Joey must not be that good then. then the next yeah, person I mean bowls. the hi- the highest I bowl was a two forty seven. I mean, so you know what I'm saying? I think I could scream at the you know what I mean? You know, I could I could, you know. Is that what the bump? Is that what the bump is on it? And no, that, that that fucking stand that the kids use? No, that is without all of that. Oh, Giannis is playing. Sorry. Um. Yeah, no, that's without that. I don't use that stuff. All right. <laughs> well, bowling night after the softball game. I mean, we there. You can do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't want no smoke though, but we can do that. I'm with. <laughs> I'm probably gonna um stay. What, what hotels you got over there by you? I'm probably gonna stay over there by you because it just makes more sense. Cause I know right. we're probably gonna try to get an uh, episode in anyway. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Well, white, I mean, White Marsh is right there, so they got a whole bunch of hotels. All right. So, 
unless you want to say it's like the A-Loft or some shit like that. I need some, okay. some fly shit. Uh, pardon me. I mean, niggas Baltimore. I need I need heated floors. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm walking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll go town in the harbor or something. I need all the flash shit you got at your house. All I got is lights. About it. <laughs> I was thinking, nigga, full of shit. <laughs> oh man, uh, Lieutenant Daniels, he gets upped, and now he's Major Daniels of the Western District. Um. It's a bit foul how they passed on the shift from Lieutenant Mello, you know what I mean? But I guess since he was under Colvin and it was a temporary thing, they just like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember Daniel was the gold, the golden boy in the, uh, anyway. And that's, the next opening was in the Western, so. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but if I was Lieutenant Mello, I still feel some type of way. Like, damn, like, this nigga just kicked me out of this position. You know what I mean? Melo ain't want all that responsibility. He like being capo status. What? True. You're right. Lester wants Ronda to sign off on <laughs> subpoenas again. Political figures that been linked to Barksdale. Um, he also hears chatter about Fruits murder on the wire. Bunk ass is out of these streets searching for Lex. Not knowing that his ass is up in one of them vacants. Murray don't want to talk about no politics, so I'm gonna skip right over that. <laughs> Not that I don't want to talk. I just get to a point where I don't care. Call Kenny stuff coming. All right, so we're just gonna talk about Herc. Herc is—he's <laughs> on Mayor Royce's security detail. You know what I'm saying? Um, and one morning he looks for Royce, and trying to get him somewhere. In, finds Royce getting that bossy. You know what I mean? And Herc decides to talk to Carver about the shit, but Carver's like. This is above his pay grade, so he don't even want to hear about it. He can't give him no advice. Uh, so then I heard he decides to go chop it up with his old guy, Stan Valchek. Valchek tells him how to, uh, you know, play his hand. But sidebar, though, Madam President is all right. You know what I'm saying? She's more than all right. Well, she definitely all right. I ain't gonna hold so. Although I still I, I think my, my man <clears throat> his statement to uh, hurt though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it ain't never that serious. That's definitely a pause worthy statement <laughs> and I'm not gonna repeat it. <clears throat> yeah, right. so I gotta I gotta ask a question. So um Husky John Cena, right? Why you think he ran to Valchek with the information about the witness being killed? Like is it some agreement that they kinda had or? You think he want Carcady to win? Is that? I don't think it's about Carcady. I think it's about Valchek. I think he likes Valchek more than Rawls. Yeah, but he had just, he had just told um, I mean, was it Crushfield? Keep it close. Like, don't say nothing about the witness thing, and then he run and tell. Hey, politics as usual. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think that's really the first time I paid attention to the fact that he's the one who told Valchek and then Valchek told Carcady, but. Neither here nor there. So what else is going on? Oh, <clears throat> school. <laughs> so our good buddy Roland Presbolewski decides he wants to take his talents to Edward Tillman Middle um, and change his whole career. 
you know what I mean? Because he's no, he's not a police anymore, so he'd rather be a teacher. So he pulls up. Uh, the principal and assistant principal, they were a bit skeptical at first. But then they found out what he did. And, you know, uh, assistant principal Donnelly shook his hand and told him, you know, welcome to Edward Tillman Mill. So he got that job right then and there. It was also kind of funny with Shorty that brought him upstairs from, I guess from outside. It was like, go ahead, you say it, because I ain't even going to even try to say this name. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nigga, nigga name is different. <clears throat> so he's in his new position. He's trying to get everything situated uh, at the meetings, cleaning his classroom, listening to Johnny Cash. Um, school's getting ready to start. Fucking assistant <laughs> principal. Gets one of the students to try to bring Dookie some clothes. You know, Crystal. Um, so the first two episodes, they they leading up to what's what we're about to see with the school and these kids, these young hoppers. Uh, what's going on in the streets with Marlo and him disappearing bodies and shit like that. We do got to talk about Cuddy um, and Bubbles because when you talk about them. Cuddy's still running the gym. He's out here still being a landscaper, but now he's speaking Spanny. You know what I'm saying? So he's good in these streets. Throw Marty Cone on the purpose for good money. <laughs> that's, that's all you need. Or, or or solo freaky freaky. Shout out the radio. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo. Cuddy is trying to speak to the connect, man. Trying to learn Spanish to speak to the connect. Yeah, I'll never. Nah, but my man, my man Cuddy's on a different type time, right? He had all the John Stone, or I'm sorry, or Milts, or however you want to call it, throwing the box at him. Yeah, sure didn't even have no kids, and she was there. <laughs> She's like, I don't even got no children up in here, but I'm going to do a few I appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate what you're doing for the for the community. Spider Mom was like, you know, I throw down in the kitchen amongst other places. Yeah. So it was Spider's Mom's the one that when he he went out for his run, he just dipped. No, nah, that's not her. Right. I don't think, if I recall, but I mean, went out for the run. And she was like, "Yo, so what is it?" My man just like, "Yo, I gotta go." <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was election day, if I recall. Yeah, see, I gotta go. You know what song they playing? Yeah, I know who sing that song. I'm yes, sure you no. know. I'm sure you do. Curtis Mayfield. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> yeah, I know who sampled that song. Uh, Jay Z. Close. Kanye. Yep. Do we get like a prize? <laughs> you do. <laughs> a bottle of wine is on the way to the house right now. Nah, so get that monkey shoulder, bro. Nah, I can't fuck with. I can't fuck with whiskey that got. Son, you gotta egg, try eggplant. Try eggplant emojis on it. Hey, yo, Phil, no, it has it has three monkeys on the show. Just try it, bro. Just try it. Just try it. Can't fuck with no whiskey with eggplant emojis on it, my nigga. I'm sorry. Uh, so, so, Bubbles has a young apprentice named Sherrod. Um, they continue to sell miscellaneous goods out of shopping carts. 
Them niggas had everything though. Yeah. Cards, dice, condoms. Anything you need. Pink can. I'm like, what you bubbles? Getting? Bubbles entrepreneur. You know what I mean? It made sense. I mean, what they need. Yeah. Sharab yeah. so. was. I don't, I don't like calling anybody dumb. Good boy. No, so in the fact my man said I'm doing math homework, I, I gotta check the dictionary. Dictionary. <laughs> with, with this book, <laughs> I, get the I gotta cross reference them. That nigga probably went to Harvard in real life, man. That's the one thing about acting. Nah, my, my man bad. Bubbles looked at him like, wait, so you check, you cross reference this book here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dictionary, you go with this one. What? I think he was like, yep, yeah, that's what you do. Yo, but who do you think braided Bubbles hair or have braided it? It had know. to be a fiend, or maybe, maybe um, nah, I couldn't have been her because she got arrested. But All right, so I guess the same question goes: Who braids niggas' heads in jail, though? Like, niggas. Right. Well, nah, go. that was that was weird. Like when I saw it, like I actually saw a nigga getting his hair braided. I was like, oh, huh, interesting. Yeah, no, nah, it was it was. <laughs> That was weird. Like, they were just sitting there and dude was just breaking his head. He was like a gangster, not in the way it was like, you know what I'm saying? Weird. Pause, he wasn't sitting between his lap or anything, was he? Nah, he was, it was more like barber style. Like, he was sitting in the chair and dude was standing up doing his head. So, but either way, that's still, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm good. Gotcha. That's cream it on, McGee. My bad. <laughs> so Sherrod needs to take his black ass back to school, though. You know what I'm saying? These niggas getting, getting pushed to the next grade through social promotion, like Bodie mentioned in the first episode. So we had to do the wise thing. I don't know why he was like, afraid of school or didn't want to go. Let's go to school. Mean. I, don't, I don't get it. Like, Dookie was like shook daddy <clears throat> when he had to go to high school. Like, shook. I mean, like, to, to where I'm not walking in the door. But you gotta think where he came from, you know what I'm saying? And, and the shit that he had to deal with. Of course, he's gonna feel that way. I mean, he was even when he was beefing with Terry. I mean, but that one, he was living, you know, he was living as a crackhead. He was living as a nanny. You know what I'm saying? He had a nice little hustle. So, like, he could have went to school. Mike was taking care of the bills. Like, I mean, dude, my man said, yo, your day is your own, man. Do your thing. But he didn't want to go to school. Nigga said he was living as a nanny. I mean, or a manny, if you want to put an M in front of it. The nanny. Disrespectfully about you. So he wasn't a manny, or not? Uh, he was a caretaker of sorts. I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think he was required to keep the house clean. He was just taking care of um, But I say he a nanny, sir. Uh, I thought he was cooking. He had to cook. He had to cook um, meals. So I just assume, you know, I just put it all together. You know, you got to make sure, you know, the spot is clean, make the food. More so foul niggas, man. Definitely. 
So the through the wire segment. Give me three things that you did during the summer as a kid that you would not let your kids do now. Um, you go to Times Square, like alone. I used to do that. Like we used to go to Times Square and play like uh, laser tag. That. Um, I don't know, like just being outside, like it's just a different world. Like when I was in, when I was, and now it's just a, a totally different world. Like kids got to be on point. Exactly, because when I was like seven years old, I'm going to Green Acres and Jamaica Avenue by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no way I would let Logan at seven years old even cross the fucking street. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it is a different day and age but I feel like we were we were more you know we were well versed in, in different things and we we just I don't know we had we had it these kids now they don't yeah it, it's wild I mean you know. but it, but that means we doing something right I guess not to say that our parents didn't do stuff right we just we was outside outside you know what I mean? These kids now, they, they're kind of sheltered and we kind of keep them away from the craziness that goes on in today's world. Yeah, but I, I feel like it was more like a community-based like when we, when we were younger, like I mean, you had other people looking out for them. To be honest with you, I don't even really know my neighbors from, like that. Yeah, I don't know my neighbors either. I don't fuck with none of my neighbors. Yeah, with the exception of the one dude I work with up the street, like, honestly I can't say if I saw anybody's kids outside that I'd do anything or try to like yeah talk to him or anything but right let's see as, as a youth let's see we used to ride our bikes to the various towns uh, everywhere yeah <laughs> every uh, fucking where steel bikes all types of shit I wasn't doing all that but yes you was you lie uh, uh, let's see I was I live right next to the pool so I guess in the summertime I was low key to neighborhood creek um shout out to my favorite lifeguard uh Melanie uh, hopefully the OG Pierre not listening to this. He might try to snuff me. But so let me say, you must have been that nigga Squints from. Uh... <laughs> I, never, I never played that. Yeah, from from, I, from I Sandlot, huh? Yeah, I used to sit right on my. Uh, it's not a balcony. We was living in apartments, but uh, yeah. a terrace. <laughs> call, Porch. It, call it that. Yeah, or sitting or sitting the, um, in a breezeway. Just sit on the on the steps and, and enjoy the view. But uh, yeah, I can't really think. I mean, it, aside from like going like from town to town on bikes and stuff like that in the summertime, I can't think of nothing else I wouldn't let my kids get into. Although, like you said, I'm trying to figure out when I'm gonna be comfortable with them like just going outside by themselves. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a different world, man. Like we was, we was outside. Like we was really outside. Like the blackout. Like I remember the blackout. Like we was really outside. And now, you know, like I, I couldn't imagine my kids outside during the blackout. Yeah, but see, you, 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 you well, how? So shit, I keep forgetting that you were a few years younger than us, cause we was grown when it was the blackout. Seventeen. Seven, yeah, that was, yeah, that was like seven, yeah, so. Y'all keep referencing the blackout. When, when was this? It was like 03. Like 2003, I believe. Yeah, like so yeah, 03. 
grown as Summer shit. 03. Yeah. Yep, Summer 03. That's when yeah. the blackout of New York. Well, that shit was crazy. It was word. And I was outside. Like, <laughs> outside. I was trying to go to the Green Acres Mall, be like, yo, if niggas is looting, like, hit Foot Locker. I was wild, but it's all good. <laughs> I didn't do nothing, though. I didn't loot. No, nah, come on, son. They had mad cameras. <laughs> yeah, I was 21. So. Oh, so you four, you four years? All right, so you're a couple years older. <clears throat> well, getting ready to turn 21, I should say. Um, yeah, that was, that was a crazy time, but like when I was a kid, kid, like between like the age of seven, and I want to say like 12, like the shit that I was doing, there's no way, you know, I allow my, my kids to do anything like that. Absolutely not. All right. So, so speaking of like the kids, that's another thing that kind of stood out to me. Now I know kids and stuff fight, but was y'all like, I guess when the terrorist niggas and Mike and the crew was beefing, was y'all playing around with like bats and stuff? And, I mean, and then, you had a bat for like baseball. No, nah, I mean, were you like, like if you oh, had like beef with someone, you taking a bat outside to swing on them with it? <clears throat> at, at that age? Like middle, yeah, middle school age. Was you like? I feel like we didn't use weapons. My mom, my mom wasn't there yet. My mom wasn't there. Yeah, no, no. we didn't. We didn't. Um. We fought with our fists. Yeah. Weapons and shit didn't get introduced until we was like, you know, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade. Yeah, high school. That's that's when the weapons started coming to play because niggas was getting, you know, they were scared of getting their ass beat. But it still wasn't gunplay. It was more so like, all right, I'm going to hit you with a chair. You know what I mean? Or you might get poked up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that was the extent of it. I might stab you with a pencil or some shit. That was the extent of it. <clears throat> but, yeah, we just, everybody fought with their fists. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, nowadays, niggas ain't fighting at all. Nah. Yeah, if you fight with your fists, you get shot. Yep. Yeah, I, I can only think of one fight in my neighborhood where someone had like a bat. I mean, he broke this nigga wrists, um, hit, hitting this nigga with the bat while he was running away. But damn, it was like I don't know. It was a weird setup. Jersey niggas. How you say that? And you were just talking about uh, the blackout of '03. I was running. This nigga McGee said y'all was fighting with bats and everything in tenth grade. Like, I mean, but it's different when y'all do it. <laughs> <laughs> I said I know one fight <laughs> pulled the bat out. That was a because he had a, actually the dude that got hit with the bat had a knife on him. He dropped it when he was shooting the basketball. Very weird setup. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of wild, crazy shit go on in high school, but prior to that, it was just straight fisticuffs. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Hands and feet. And that was it. I think yeah. the worst I saw someone getting jumped at that time, but. Even then, that wasn't even all that bad. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as you don't die <laughs> or go to the hospital, if you can go home, you know what I'm saying. You might have to lick your wounds, but if you can go home and you know what I'm saying, live to fight another day, that's a that's a win, in my opinion. 
definitely. Because the cats will clap you just for, just for throwing a hand. Like you could be winning and get shot by somebody else. The good old days. Mm-hmm. All right, I had a couple questions from the first two episodes. Go ahead. So the first one, um, although I think she said it wrong, do y'all do y'all mess with Salisbury steak? Nah. No. <laughs> All right, let's see what else I got. That shit is type trash. I think the only time I ever had it was like Hungry Man or some shit. Yeah, like Salisbury steak. That's just like nah. Yo, alright, so this is another thing. What is Mike on? Is Mike in there a pedometer on Mike uh, wristband? Every time I see his wristband, he got on his arm. Look like there's some shit on him. Hmm. Uh, maybe I'm the only one who saw that. But that that black shit, like like the baggy watches. Um, yeah, nah, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen that. One. I stopped worrying about their wrist after that. Yeah, but his like, his, like on his arm. Look like It looked like it's something that's like tracking his steps or something. I don't know what it is. I ain't never seen no wristband with no uh, shit like nigga that. Had a, nigga had an Apple Watch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what's, what's y'all think about the whole uh, pissy balloons plan? That, that was like that one was, of the worst plans that ever. The dumbest, that was stupid. That was stupid, the dumbest son. plan ever. Yo, but my nigga uh, Donut is funny as shit. Like, yo, I can't, <laughs> can't go while niggas watching, yo. But then I was like, why are they all just sitting there staring at my man? Like, that shit was funny as hell. Like, <laughs> like, yo, let me piss it, you know what I mean? In peace. Yeah. Nigga, like, staring here watching me, son. That was like so funny. Go like, oh, while niggas was... watching, yo. I mean, <laughs> I don't get it, because, like, Michael took out two of them cats by himself. Like I don't get like the plan. Like the plan was just just stupid. Yes, yeah, I guess so embarrassing. But I like I'm like, why they just throw the balloons down after Naaman dropped or broke the one on himself? Like why they just he just throw the balloons and then run? Like they just threw them at the ground. Stupid. Yeah, that was uh, I don't know. Cause, uh, I mean, because you throw piss on me, I'm like, yo, hold on. I'm not even trying to fight. Like I gotta get this off me. Like, <laughs> yeah, because the one, yeah, the one dude ain't even like react. He smelled his shirt and then like, all right, now what's up? That he's a he's that's a savage. Like he's a wild. <laughs> like he knew it was pissed. Like smelled it. Like all right, whatever. He's a crazy one. He's a he's a nah. My whole demeanor would have changed. Yo, did Dona and Kanari get their ass beat? Nah, they was up on the roof. Remember? All, all right, yeah, exactly. So my thing is this: how they get up there, and why them other terrorist niggas ain't realize they was on the roof, and there's only one way to get down. Yeah. Oh, that's that's another mystery, like brother brother Mazzone getting on the top floor of that building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I mean, I would have just stayed up there then if they went to come down. <laughs> nah, they that'd have been it'd been easy targets, but I guess I don't know, maybe because they was little. Yeah, um, let's see. Plan was flawed. All right, Tony Gray, how y'all feel about? He's happy. It needed to be said. Yeah. <laughs> it needed to be said. And McGee, I know you a car guy, so you know what kind of car Carver was driving because Donut was hyped like, ooh, nice car. So he, was a, he was yeah. in a Malibu. I thought that was like a Saturn or some shit. Yeah, yeah like was he was like, like Ooh. So he wasn't. What the fuck that was? 
we was in something that you wouldn't even like I don't know what I don't know maybe it was just because it was a car and he was you know young and he just liked cars but outside right, so of I that I, I asked McGee this off, off air but we can talk real quick and then we can close it out so Joey when you was coming up what was like the car that you wanted like for your first car uh, maybe like a, uh, yeah probably for your first car oh the first the first car I ever wanted was a uh, it was a a 240SX Nissan. It was a it was a coupe. Uh, I remember it was it was it was for like thirty five. Nobody riding with you, huh? I wasn't thinking about that, man. It was fat. <laughs> it was a coupe. Like I was in high school. I was like, yeah, now nah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get this joint. And I was like, yo, I'm gonna get all the chicks. But then what happened? I I ended up with a Camry. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so let me tell you, right? Like, I wanted a fucking a Acura Vega, tough, an Acura Legend, so bad, so fucking bad. And my friends had shits, and I was sick. And my pops and my mother had an Acura Integra, and they would not give me that shit at all, yo. <laughs> my first fucking car was a fucking. Oldsmobile Cup of Sierra, son. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you was getting it. And my other man, this nigga had a Durango. <laughs> For his first car? Hell yeah, son. Wow, that was And then, and then, yeah, like, yeah. other, yeah, other, other kids, other kids I knew, they had, like, them MPV vans and shit. But a lot of yeah. niggas had like um, Honda Preludes. Yep, um, Coops. Yeah, the Honda Preludes, Honda Civics. Yep. Like, y'all different than LR. Word up, son. No sidewalk. Yeah, I, I was trying to get the 240 SX. I was trying to smoke cats off Deer Park Avenue. <laughs> I ended up with a can. Like, the most, the most sedanest sedan you could ever get. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you know what's funny about Deer Park Avenue? I was up there racing a lot. What because, Yep, because I had um in the old uh, nah in like oh oh two I had bought a souped up Civic. I had dropped the shit, it had it had a plate under it. I had to like go over speed bump sideways, a stick shift, <laughs> loud ass muffler, loud ass system. Yeah, I could not, yeah, cause you, got, you, you gotta have footage of that somewhere. Limo tent. I think I got a picture somewhere. I'll send that shit to y'all niggas. <laughs> and boy, that shit you fun as hell. So. You know so, that was around like the time the first Fast and the Furious came out too. Yeah, well, so your, your man your man super. Ramon, his first car was a uh, souped up Civic that he bought and he had that shit at Morgan View. This nigga couldn't drive for shit, but it was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> but let's see when I was in high school I wanted either a Honda Accord Coupe or the um, I don't know why I wanted a Mitsubishi Galant like heavy when I was in high school but I ended up getting like a 92 Maxima which was alright that was cool so that shit tough yeah especially out the gate yeah that's why I had mostly Nissans for the rest of my life until now but That. Hmm? Oh boy, that must be Lord McMorris. 
A nigga in the nigga in the bathroom. <laughs> nigga in the nigga in the bathroom. This nigga's crazy. Ain't no internet, no internet. This nigga low bitch boy is taking this shit. Yo, was it doing? No, I wasn't. Come on, I'm gonna do that one. This nigga taking a dookie. Nah, sir. I wouldn't do that with y'all chill. This nigga had to go tinkle. He had to go tinkle, my nigga. Nah, I respect y'all too much, so I don't want to do that to y'all, nigga. Gotta go take a piss. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga there tinkling in the bathroom, (laughs) son. Yo, you can't make this shit up, son. No, nah, I really wasn't though. Yeah, yeah, right, son. This nigga's wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, son. Oh man. Nah, that's the that's the monkey shoulder, son. You don't want Internet. Lord McMorris closed the show with a tinkle. <laughs> I, I appreciate y'all getting on. Yeah, we'll, we'll be back Thursday, Internet. Just hung up. <laughs> he had to take a dookie for real. So. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Sure. All right. <laughs>